gentlemen, and welcome back to another episode of Not Giving a Puck with your host, Nick Scortino. So today, we have uh, we have quite a bit of news to dive into. Um, have some pretty big contracts that were handed out. Um, then we were, we'll, we've got uh, the NHL schedule and how to watch some of those games on ESPN, ESPN+, Plus, Hulu, and ABC. So all that fun stuff. Then we... We'll have some fantasy hockey as well, and we have some other free agents that are still unsigned, which we'll go over um, probably as the first topic of uh, today, but a whole lot of stuff to dive into, so you know, before we do any of that, don't forget to check out the Chop Sports Podcast Network. We have a bunch of great shows uh, on there as well. Um, also... You know, Chop Sports uh, Daily has uh, recently signed on with um, Mojo, which is a, uh, I want to say it's like a, uh, like, sports uh, stock type of app. So, uh, you know, check, if you want to listen, if you want to check out more of that, uh, listen to the uh, Chop Sports Daily and, you know, check out all the other shows uh, right here on the Chop Sports Network. So before we dive into any NHL news, we're going to take a short break, and we will be right back. What's going on, ladies and gents of Chop Sports? It's your boy, Sturch, again, and today I want to talk to you about our newest affiliate and sponsor, and that's the Fusco Insurance Agency. Michael Fusco has partnered up with Chop Sports, and we are very pumped about every single service his company has to offer. The Fusco Insurance Agency offers personal and commercial lines, life insurance, health insurance. They even help with retirement and employee benefit administration. They offer accounting services through Prestige Tax Group, tax preparation and planning, bookkeeping, payroll, retirement planning, insurance, asset protection, and even life settlements. Guys, they even fix your credit, okay? They have credit repair through their own physically fit credit repair. They offer exclusive plans, and Fusco's promise to you is that you can't lose money and you can participate in all the gains with a cap. If you're looking for a blend of personal service and expertise, you've come to the right place. They offer a broad range of services for business owners and independent professionals. Their rates are affordable, they're very experienced, and of course, the most important part about this whole thing, they're very friendly people. Visit the website right now for more of the ins and outs that Michael offers at www.fuscoinsurancecompany.com. And we are back, ladies and gentlemen. So there's a uh, lot of news to dive into, you know. Um, so let's just continue on with uh, free agency and who's currently left. So P.K. Subban is uh, currently still a free agent. Um, you know, Subban has come out and said that he's still got a lot of hockey left in him before he would want to step away. Not too much you can really take away with that. His defensive skills have definitely taken a they're falling off a cliff. Uh, I've seen many of that firsthand, and <laughs> but you know he's still unsigned. Uh, he's finally off of that massive contract um, that he signed with uh, Montreal. So you know he's still looking for a team. He'll probably go to some contender. Uh, Evan Rodriguez, uh, center. He was playing on the um, Pittsburgh Penguins. He's still currently unsigned. Um, you know. There are around like two or three teams that uh, are would be a fit for him, but the uh, issue with it, that is uh, all the caps, cap restraints and everything like that, so he'd have to take a pay cut to go to whatever team he'd want to play for, which is, you know, unfortunate, but he's a very good all-around uh, all center. Uh, Keith Yandel, defenseman, uh, he was 
uh, he played for the uh, Philadelphia Flyers last season, and you know, not too much to really talk about him. I mean, he didn't really play too too much uh, with the Flyers, but you know, the Flyers are also not very good last season, so he'll probably end up going on to a um, contender as well. Uh, Joe Thornton is still a free agent, uh, which is honestly very surprising. Uh, I mean, not very surprising, but, like, I'm surprised he hasn't retired in that type of sense. Uh, I mean, you know, he's definitely been trying to win that cup. The only way I feel like he'll do that now is if he goes to Tampa Bay, which I hate saying, by the way, but not too much to talk about that Tampa Bay always seems to have that you know great team and so then we've got Slane Milano who is currently still unsigned um you know he uh the Ducks didn't give him a a qualifying offer and they weren't interested in keeping him around uh keeping him at the uh, salary level for the arbitration process and he went from being a restricted free agent to a uh, unrestricted free agent and he was obviously you know he was the one who got uh who was on the receiving end of Trevor Zegers' over-the-cage pass. So, you know, he's a good player, and we'll see what uh, – we'll see who signs him because, I mean, you know, he's only 26, and I'm, I'm very surprised that he still has uh, has not been signed. And according to ESPN, there's a lot of teams interested. It's just that nobody's pulled the trigger yet, which I'm not buying. Uh, I mean, I feel like there's got to be something else that we don't, just don't know. Um, then we, we have, so we got two more people left on this list and it's Danny De, uh, De Kaiser. Uh, he was on the, um, <clears throat> let's see, what team was he on? He was on the Red Wings at one point. Um, I don't know if that was, oh yeah, I believe the last team he played for was the Red Wings. So, you know, uh, good uh, veteran defenseman. I think that uh, if somebody wants to take a flyer on to uh, help, you know, some young guys, it might, um, you know, help them out. But uh, and finally on this list, we have Zidane Chara. So yeah, I'm not too surprised he's not signed yet. But I mean, at the ripe age of 45, you would expect him to sign uh, somewhere. Uh, to go try to win a cup. Uh, clearly, he tried that with the Islanders, and it did not work. Um, the Islanders were very far from the playoffs, but yeah, um, I'm not too too shocked that he's not signed. But uh, he'll definitely, as I said with the Kaiser, he's definitely going to find a, a place uh, either on a contender or somewhere that just needs uh, a veteran guy to help out. Um, So, just a quick little note. (laughs) The Arizona Coyotes uh, expect to sell out every home game at ASU and say season ticket revenue is up 50% uh, over Glendale Arena. Um, Well, it's really not that hard to sell out a 5,000-seat arena. So, I don't really know why they're like, oh, my God, this is great. But, you know, not much. Not much to really say more about that, um, other than I, I, I guess Carolina's excited about that, but really not much I can, you know, 
just, there's not much, much else to say other than they are straight up playing in a college arena. Um, so, <laughs> it's, it's, it's just fucking laughable at this point. I mean, <laughs> they're playing in a fucking college arena. Um, and uh, going on to different uh, type of, uh, what's it called? Different, you know, more lighthearted news. Uh, Nazem Kadri is making a $1 million donation in support of the Ambulatory Surgical Center in um, the at the London Health Sciences Center. So um, it will be named the Nazem Kadri Surgical Center. So, you know, congratulations to him. That's awesome for donating um, the money towards that. Uh, especially in his, uh, you know, he just got that fat, <laughs> fat contract. But, you know, good for him. So... Um, now we have, uh, some contract news to get into. So JT Miller signed a seven year, $56 million contract with the Vancouver Canucks. Uh, I'm kind of happy that the, uh, nobody really touched that, uh, that guy with a 10 foot pole because that's a freaking insane contract. Um, you know, don't get me wrong. Last season, you know, he had 99 points on 32 goals, 67 assists in 80 games. So, hey, great, great production out of him. But I don't really know how he's going to play this season. I mean, it, it was a, yeah, it was a great season last year. But you don't know if he's going to be able to put up those types of numbers again. And, you know, pretty much I'm at the point where I'm like, prove me wrong. That, that's pretty much how how I, I stand with this contract because that's a that's a lot of money and uh, Vancouver's kind of in like a weird uh, place because they're good but sometimes they just go through absolutely terrible stretches <laughs> uh, but you know he's drafted 15th overall by the New York Rangers 2011 um, and he was acquired by Vancouver uh, for a trade with the Tampa Bay Lightning uh, at the draft for goalie Merrick uh, Mazinik. So, uh, and a third-round pick and a conditional first-round pick in the 2020 draft. So, um, that's what Tampa acquired. And, you know, hey, he could be a great player. I mean, he really could. And I'm not dissing that at all. Um, but not too much to... Uh, really say more about that so uh now uh received a free agent kirby doc agreed to a four-year 13.45 million dollar deal so um yeah this is a good deal by montreal um i mean kirby doc had 26 points nine goals 17 assists in 70 games with the chicago blackhawks obviously you're not going to do too much uh with the chicago blackhawks and you know doesn't really help when your team just really fucking sucks but uh the canadians acquired him and hey good for them it's a very good pickup by them and you know uh he's a, he's definitely going to help them out because he's a big uh big center and the Canadians were able to do this because Carey Price will be put on the long-term injury reserve. Uh, he's dealing with a, uh, I believe it's a knee injury. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you can't do too much with 
that they uh, definitely keep themselves in pretty good uh, salary cap until uh, depending on what happens to carry price. But uh, another good deal. Um, so, I mean, uh, yeah, so that was Doc was acquired uh, on draft night. And in his overall career with the Chicago Blackhawks, he had 59 points, 19 goals, 40 assists in 152 games with the Chicago Blackhawks. And he was selected number three overall in 2019. So pretty good, uh, pretty good player. He's young. Can't really, you know, knock him for too, too much. Um, Continuing on, we've got the Ottawa Senators have signed uh, Tim Stutzla to a eight-year, $66.8 million extension. So very good, very good by uh, deal by the Ottawa Senators. You lock them up for an AAV of $8.35 million, and it kicks in after uh, this upcoming season. It's a good move by uh, general manager Pierre uh, Dorian to uh, solidify Ottawa's core. You know, you get... Um, What's it called? You get to bring it. You have um, Brady Kachuk. You got a whole lot of players um, over in Ottawa, and they're building something, uh, something good now. So, um, Stutzel was uh, selected number three overall in the 2020 uh, NHL draft with uh, the pick received in the Eric Carlson trade with the San Jose Sharks. So, so far in his career, he's, he has 34 goals, 87 points, and 132 NHL games. So, very, very good. Um, some other guys, they signed long-term. Uh, obviously, they uh, have re-signed Brady Kachuk to a long-term contract. He is also their captain. Uh, they re-signed Josh Norris, Drake uh, Batherson, and Thomas Shabbat to long-term deals. So, good, um, you know, good deals. Uh, Pierre Doran's doing a, doing a really good job. They acquired Alex Debrinket as well uh, on draft day, and they're uh, you know they're making some good moves. Uh, you can't really knock them for anything, and I mean they're smart. So they are very very smart, and you know still is a very good uh, player with a good mix of speed and skill. And he can definitely be one of those guys to make a difference in that team. So uh, now we've got um, some... I'm not going to go into whole lot of detail for this topic, but it's really just uh, some people to keep your eye on for this upcoming season who maybe you know have some sort of uh, breakout in their game. So... Uh, first, first here is a new scenario, um, or not new scenario, new scenery. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a, a terrible fucking brain fart by myself. But uh, so Oliver Bjorkstrand is now playing with the Seattle Kraken. Um, good, good uh, deal by the Kraken to get that uh, trade. But you know he can definitely be very, very good uh, with the Seattle Kraken. I mean, I don't, I don't see anything really wrong with that one. Uh, next up is on this list is obviously the guy we were just talking about, Kirby Doc. Um, he'll definitely do very well. Uh, he's a good two-way uh, center with a you know big build. Can uh, easily help out Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield uh, on that uh, Montreal Canadiens team, and they also have you know 
Jiraz, uh, Jiraj Slavkovsky. So, you know, Montreal's doing pretty good now uh, in terms of who they've who they have acquired. So, can't knock them. Can't knock them unless they complete completely shit the bed, which is also a possibility. But that's a possibility for pretty much any team except the you know consistently good teams. Um, <clears throat> next up, uh, Alexander Georgiev. Uh, he was traded to the Colorado Avalanche. He'll uh, he'll definitely have a have a have a better th- um, role on this team. He's definitely going to come in and be the uh, starting goalie. I, I don't think you trade for him to be a backup. Um, you know, Pavel. Fran- uh, I don't know. I really don't know how to say this guy's name, but Pavel F- Francois, Franco, Francois, something like that. Some French name that I I just don't know how to pronounce. Uh, so he'll be in the uh, he'll be those uh, they'll be the two goalies for the Colorado Avalanche. But pretty much the only thing with Georgiev is he needed to have consistent playing time, and he was very good when he had it. But obviously Igor Shosturkin is going to be the top guy on that team. So not much to uh, really do about that. And yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> I, I know I say that a lot, and I I really need to stop saying that, but. Uh, you know, that's pretty much how how it goes uh, in the NHL, and yeah, I think Yorgiev is definitely gonna have a good uh, bounce back year with the uh, Colorado Avalanche. Uh, next, we've got Philip Myers uh, with the Tampa Bay Lightning. He was acquired via the uh, Ryan McDonough trade with the uh, Nashville Predators. Completely forgot that this trade happened. If I'm being honest, uh, <laughs> I-, I forgot that he was traded. I really did. But uh, no, I-, I think that's a good. Um, you know, good deal by Tampa. You know, he's only 25 years old, uh, and he's a you know he's a good uh, defense. He's you know big big defenseman and can definitely help out. You know, the uh, Tampa Bay Lightning's defense gets a little, gets a little bit younger with this uh, trade. It could work out in their favor. It really could. I think uh, that would you know that would definitely help them out in the uh, stretch. So next we've got uh, Ilya Samsonov. Um, he is now uh, on the uh, I almost said Tampa, Toronto Maple Leafs. Um, yeah, because uh, the Capitals, um, the Capitals signed Darcy Kemper. Uh, you know the goalie who had just won the Stanley Cup. So yeah, I mean they uh, they also traded Vitek Vanacek to the New Jersey Devils. So they were kind of hitting the reset button on the goalie uh, uh, position for them. And, you know, he signed uh, he signed a one-year um, $1.8 million deal. And uh, pretty much it's just going to be a battle between him and Matt Murray to see who can uh, really take over that crease for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs because Maple Leafs did lose Jack Campbell, which is not a good, uh, not good look. On them. Alright, we're going to just talk about the last guy on the new scenery list, and we'll talk more about this list uh, next week. So, the final guy on this list is, uh, used to be a devil, uh, Ty Smith. Um, 
you know, I wanted to believe that Ty Smith would definitely be able to bounce back this season. I still think he's going to bounce back this season, but you know, it's uh, it's going to be tough. I think just because you're going to have a lot more eyes on you in Pittsburgh, and we'll see. Uh, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, Pittsburgh does have a lot of defensemen. And it's going to be interesting to see where Ty Smith fits into that uh, system. But you never know. Um, and, yeah, I mean, I, I think he can easily bounce back if he gets the uh, proper time. And, yeah, I mean, he was he was a good defenseman. Uh, it was sad to see him go, but sometimes shit happens. So continuing on. Uh, we're going to talk about the rest of that list uh, next week or the week after. You know, a whole lot to dissect in that. So, uh, we've got the 2022-2023 NHL schedule and how to watch these games on ESPN, ESPN Plus, Hulu, and ABC. So pretty much, this is just a uh, they release a schedule for what games are going to be on, uh, what days, and where to watch them. So. Uh, yeah, not too, too much to go into in this, but <clears throat> I thought there was going to be some stuff to really talk about with this, but yeah, there really isn't. It's just pretty much the schedule and what games are going to be on ESPN plus and Hulu and ESPN and ABC and everything. And to be honest, I fucking hate, uh, these games on ESPN plus and, uh, slash Hulu just because, they are so the fucking commentators in them are so goddamn boring. I mean, there there are times where I was watching some of these West Coast games for the Devils uh, last year, and I was I was being put to bed. I swear to God, it was so boring, and it's not really what you expect out of the you know commentary like that. But not not much you can really do about that at that point. I try to forget about it. I really try to fucking forget about it, but it, I can't. (laughs) I love how I'm just fucking complaining about uh, commentators on a a hockey broadcast, but, you know, there's not a lot of news to go around in the NHL right now, so hopefully once that season kicks up, we'll definitely be you know, jam-packed. So uh, now for the final few topics that we have going on, um, it's really just talking more about fantasy hockey. Um, I know I've, I've said this before. I'm very excited for fantasy hockey to come back up. Uh, I've been playing. Uh, I just started my fantasy football. Uh, I've been doing fantasy Premier League, which has been a lot of fun, even though it's literally just me and my friend Kyle. But, you know, I'm a big big fantasy guy it's uh you know a lot of fun doing the draft and everything and um hoping hoping this year i can get some more people to do fantasy hockey uh definitely gonna figure that out before the uh season comes up but we shall see so now we're going to be going into the fantasy hockey top 10 rookie rankings so um first on this list is obviously Actually, I really shouldn't say. Obviously, it is um, Matty Bernier, the uh, center for Seattle. Sorry about that. I'm 
something weird just happened. <laughs> but uh, you know, he had uh, he had nine goals, uh, nine points, three goals, six assists, uh, four on the power play in his first first ten NHL games for the Kraken last season. And uh, we'll probably play on the uh, top line with um, either Andre Burakovsky or Oliver Bjorkstrand. And, you know, Seattle definitely has a lot of uh, stuff cooking up for them. So he's definitely going to be a guy to watch. Um, you know, he's a fast uh, electric player. Can't get really get better than that. So now moving down the list, we have Owen Power. He was drafted uh, number one overall in the 2021 NHL draft. He's, uh, he had three points, two goals, one assist, and was uh, plus three in eight NHL games for the Buffalo Sabres last season. And he's expected to start on the uh, second pair and see some more power, uh, see some power play time this season. Uh, this is his first full season. He was at the uh, University of Michigan last season, and then once that, that was over, came up and played, uh, played for Buffalo. So definitely got to uh, keep your eye out uh, in terms of fantasy ranking for defensemen. Uh, he can definitely be one of those guys that you could uh, keep your eye on. Uh, draft maybe in one of the later rounds, but he's uh, he's definitely somebody that could uh, benefit a lot. Uh, next is uh, Jake Sanderson, a defenseman from Ottawa. So he has he has not made his NHL debut yet with the Ottawa Senators because of a hand injury that he was dealing with last season. But they uh, did get uh, Cam Talbot, Alex Debrinkit, and Claude Giroux, and he had. Uh, for the University of North Dakota, uh, Sanderson combined for 41 points in 45 games in two seasons at uh, the uh, North Dakota. So that was 26 points in 23 games last season, and he could de- easily be a top 35 defenseman option if you uh, need that. So, yeah, I mean, defense is kind of a tough position to uh, figure out in um, fantasy just because... You could throw any defenseman in, and they can get you a decent amount of points, and then you could take them out and not use them ever again. So, I mean, unless obviously you have the Victor Hedman, the Adam Foxes, the Camel Cars types of guys like that, where you just keep them in your, you set them in your lineup, and you forget it. So, but hey, nothing you can really do about that. Now, continuing, Mason McTavish, uh, left wing for the Anaheim Ducks. Uh, he was the number three overall pick in twenty twenty one. Uh, he had three points, two goals, one assist, and one on the power play in nine NHL games with the Ducks last season. And he led the um, 2022 uh, World Junior Championships with uh, 17 points, eight goals, nine assists, and seven games to help Canada win the gold medal. Uh, he'll definitely have a, a chance to slide into the top six, and he'll, uh, you know, he'll be able to play with, you know, maybe Zegers or Troy Terry. On that first line, they've also got Frank Vitrano and Ryan Strom uh, on the second line, so he could easily be a you know very good left winger. Um, continuing down, so we've got a few more guys left on this list. Um, so continuing down, we have Logan Thompson, goalie for the uh, Vegas Golden Knights. He was ten five and three with a point nine fourteen save percentage. And he had one shutout in 19 games for Vegas last season. But with Robin Leonard expected to be out for the season, he could uh, Thompson could easily be considered the starter over, over Lauren Brossois. And uh, they also recently acquired another goalie, but even still he could edge out that guy as well. And, yeah, he could be easily be a uh, pretty good 
Um, goalie and fantasy. Uh, goalies are definitely hard to come. Good goalies are definitely hard to come by. Once the you know good ones go, it's kind of just plug and play for the rest of the season. Uh, next, we've got uh, Jiraj Slavkovsky, uh, left winger from Montreal, who's the number one overall pick this past uh, NHL draft. So uh, it's very nobody really knows if he's going to play in the NHL this season, but he could have a very high fantasy ceiling if he ends up playing because he'll be uh, paired with Nick Suzuki and Cole Caulfield or with Kirby Dock. And uh, Sofkowski scored seven goals in seven games for Slovakia at the 2022 Beijing Olympics and had seven points, two goals, five assists, and 18 playoff games last season in the uh, in Finland's top professional league. So definitely got to keep on your uh, radars, uh, you know. So next we've got Cole Perfetti uh, from Winnipeg. He had uh, seven points, two goals, five assists, and 18 NHL games last season for Winnipeg. And he'll be, uh, you know, he'll be playing. He's a center slash right wing, so he can easily play with uh, Mark Scheifele or uh, Pierre Luc Dubois. And uh, he can either play with Blake Wheeler, Nikolai Ellers, or Kyle Connor. So he can easily have the, the production is there. So and he could thrive uh, under the new coach Rick uh, Bonus, who helped uh, Jason Robertson uh, over the past two seasons. Next is Kent Johnson. So obviously this one is pretty straightforward he's going to be playing with johnny gaudreau or patrick line yeah that's pretty much all i really have to say about that one i mean playing with that guy you're playing with those guys you're gonna put up a shitload of points so uh next we've got two guys left uh first one is Kalen Addison, a defenseman for uh, Minnesota. He had four points, two goals, two assists, and 15 NHL games last season and also played a total of six games, three in the regular season, three in the Stanley Cup playoffs in 2020-2021. He had 34 points, uh, seven goals, 27 assists in 43 games for Iowa uh, of the American Hockey League last season and was fourth among AHL defensemen in points per game. So he can easily be a... uh, you know, top 50 fantasy defenseman. And he'll be quarterbacking uh, Minnesota's uh, first line for their power play. So, or he could be be quarterbacking their uh, power play by the end of the season. So, another good guy to, uh, yeah, another good, another good defenseman. There's a lot of defensemen on this list. Uh, next up, we've got uh, Simon Edvinson, um, defenseman for Detroit. So he has not made his NHL debut yet with the Detroit Red Wings, but he should um, benefit from them acquiring uh, Philly Husso from the St. Louis Blues and signing forwards David Perron and Andrew Kopp. Uh, and, I mean, Edvinson could be could be uh, end up playing with uh, Mort Sider, who both of those guys would be absolutely disgusting on line together. Um, in the uh, Swedish Hockey League, uh, Edvinson had 19 points in 44 games last season. So very good production by him. And, uh, yeah, that pretty much um, pretty much wraps it all up for uh, this week. So don't forget to uh, check out uh, the Chop Sports Network podcast and everything on there. Some really good shows uh, on there as well. And... Uh, that pretty much wraps up not giving a puck for this week. So stay tuned. Uh, next week we're gonna have a you know very fun episode, and uh, yeah. So thank you all for listening, and hope you all have a fantastic day.